This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lord, we've come to be with you tonight. It's the only reason to be alive. It's to be with you. Manifest your glory tonight. So that our hearts would turn to you. And that you'd be so deeply loved. That it would move you, Lord. was like you in the heavens it's like you in the earth where can we go to escape your presence make our home in heaven our bed in hell you are there mighty God descend in your holiness right now descend in your holiness in your substance your fire Holy Spirit fall like a fiery blanket across this crowd fill this auditorium with the hazy glory of the Lord the hazy glory of the Lord most high who is like the Lord who is like the Lord who is like the no no one no one no one no one, no one like you Lord, move through their bodies right now, through their hearts, through their destinies, through their wills. Move, holy Lord, up and down every aisle, every section, like a, an electric fiery river. Blessed Lord, do it. Move freely now. Up and down every single aisle and section and every life, Lord. Fill your inheritance. Fill your inheritance with fire. Melfara, Melfara, Melfara. Shete kenti ora nanti. Mete kora nanti ki ata. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you're able, would you sit, please, just quickly? If you're able, just sit, please, quickly. Donovan, would you stay with me? Court, you stay too, please. Thank you, Jesus. sense the Lord here. This is home. This is home. I want to keep with, I want to be faithful to the Lord regarding what he's been speaking. 
just want to come down there if it's okay. We love you, Lord. We love you. We love you. I love you. I love you. Do you know what Donovan's doing right now? It's fine. You can leave it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Thank you. Donovan's ministering to the Lord. It's not for some vague atmosphere. He's like a Jacob's ladder between him and heaven right now. And he's keeping that connection in the room. And so Court's doing. Her just sitting there praying. These are prophets. They're minstrels. It's, it's, it's much better to talk about the Lord when the Lord's right there. To feel him and touch him while you talk about him. There's a person in the room right now. I want that to settle on you. Uh, please just don't move around. There's a person in the room. That presence has a face. It's not a vague idea, concept, some ethereal mist though he might manifest that way. He's a real person. And he's right here, right now. Right now, right here. And the reason you sense him right now is because he's beckoning you. He wants you to turn to him. Maybe you said, I I did that at an altar 15 years ago. No, no. Jesus is jealous of your attention. He wants it because he's romantic. He's a lover. He wants you to think about him. And then once you think about him, he wants you to talk to him and actually believe that his presence is him and to value him more than anything. When I say we sense his presence here tonight, I'm saying we, we sense him. The real Jesus, the one you read about in the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. That Lord, that perfect Jesus revealed here in the scriptures is right here. And the reason you sense him is because he's touching you. Jesus loves to touch you, wants to touch you, wants to be near you, he's just looking for someone to look at him. Come on, bro. You guys are good. Come on. Yeah, you're all good. Yeah. Once. (laughs) Don't you love preachers who are hungry for God? wants you to look at him. He just wants to be valued. These moments reveal so much about us. 
they, they're the cure and the diagnostic. They're the x-ray and the surgery. You don't know what's in your heart until you come to the Lord. That's why the Bible says, you alone know the hearts of men, O Lord. Nobody knows their own heart. No one. You have to come to him to know what's in there. And when you find something there that's not of him, you need him to take it away. You need Jesus. Bad. Really bad. Not the thought or the idea of the Lord or this historical Jesus. You need the Jesus who's right here, right now. Right here, right now. The Lord is wanting to touch you tonight. Touch you tonight. To set you on fire. I need to be faithful to the Lord. You say, Michael, I want you to just minister to us and we want to get whacked. Please don't talk about conviction. My friend, let me tell you something. If you really get whacked, God will kill you. I don't mean the physical you, but he will completely wreck your dignity. It's impossible to move the cross from any element of the Christian life. The Christian life is a life of death. It is a life of death. Now that might mess with your Papa, Daddy, God is good theology. But let me tell you this. He loves you so much that he wants to murder your dignity with the power of the cross. My friend Dave says it like this. You take the cross out of our message. You take the slug out of the shell. We fire blanks in the face of a real enemy without the power of the cross. I hear people say all the time, well, we need to move beyond the cross. My friend, when the Holy Ghost falls on you, he invites you in that moment to come and die a little more. This is the reality of the Christian life. It is the power of the cross. The cross is a crucible. It is a death mechanism. It is a glorious death, one that sheds blood one in which you feel the weight of the burden of the Lord, the mantle of wood. Listen, the mantle of wood that few people look to because you're looking at somebody else's. We want this guy's mantle and that guy's. And I believe in it all. I believe in all of it. I've been affected by it. I understand that perspective. But what qualifies me to carry what another great man carried is this, I need a mantle of wood. That's why Moses chose Joshua. Moses chose, God chose Joshua because Joshua stayed in the glory when Moses left. The qualification to carry what someone else has is this, do you love Jesus more than what they have? So you want Branham's mantle? You want Alan's mantle? You want Oral's mantle? 
You want T.L.'s mantle? Jesus chose a mantle of wood. He said, I'll wear one that nobody else wore. I'll wrap this tree and put it on my back and carry it gladly, skinned alive, broken and beaten, hair removed from my face. This is the mantle that Jesus calls us to walk with. Madame Guyon said this, God, the cross gives you God and God offers you a cross. You come to the cross and die. You are raised from the dead. Guess what? To carry a cross. And this is something that we don't hear anymore. I know you came here to get fried tonight. You get fried tonight. Real fire will fall on you if you have wood on your back. Fire falls on a sacrifice. That's what Daniel said this morning. And this is the theme what God is speaking over Dallas because it's so true this, this place has more Bible and more churches but I love what Bill says the best way to grow numb to something is to have just a little bit of it you say I didn't know this pathway even existed that's because nobody talks about it anymore because no one wants to do it God has the right to say no to you God has the right to say Don't do that. He can tell you that. If he's your Lord. But in keeping, in being faithful with what the Lord is saying, because I can't get up here and entertain for you. I can't get up here and do a few songs and lay hands on you. I can't do that. That's that's not who I am. I cannot do, I, I will give an account One day, for the works done in my body, I will literally stand before a true and risen king with a rainbow around the throne in sapphire, with a sea of glass that's spitting fire, with six-winged seraphs covering their faces and flying and covering their feet, ascending as they cover their own faces because they don't want to be seen covering their feet so they can walk with the land. This is the atmosphere of heaven. I will not have anyone with me. I will give an account for every word spoken. This is real. This is real stuff, man. And God has spoken over this region. And God has spoken this way, that there is a move of redeeming love that has come to Dallas. That there are silver, fiery whirlwinds spinning over your region. And the name of which is conviction. Conviction. He's not mad at you. He's trying to convict you or convince you that he's right here. That's what conviction is. He's trying to convince you that he's in the room, that Jesus is in the room. You say, man, tell me more. Teach me how to work a miracle. That's the secret. It's the secret. It's really not even a secret. Jesus isn't a secret. What did Ms. Kuhlman say? Miracles happen when Jesus becomes more real to us than our need. That's the deal. That's all it's about is Jesus. I know you want it to be about something else. We do. It's our fallen minds. We, we want it to be about something else, but God has no other remedy. He has no other idea. The Father has preached one thing. This is my son. And if we're going to have a Jesus movement... We need to realize that God's remedy is His Son, Jesus. We need to feast on Jesus until our faces burn like His. 
until our eyes are wild and flickering like Brother Copeland. We need that. We need, we need God to crawl up into us and be the thing. A Jesus movement will require Jesus. Newsflash. We need Jesus to have a Jesus movement. The front door. This is the front door. Listen to me. Listen, listen. Because tonight, we are going to lay our hands on you. What we're not interested in doing is wearing ourselves down and just doing something that looks cool and might look fun on social media or whatever and it looking like we had a good Pentecostal time. Our desire is that when, when, when that moment comes, when our hands touch your head, that a tangible power, a real power, real Holy Ghost power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same power that overshadowed a 14-year-old girl named Mary and didn't kill her and implanted in her womb the Word made flesh. That's real power, real power, true Holy Ghost power that clothes you and takes your weaknesses and makes them strengths in its glory and it confounds the wise. How could this stutterer preach the gospel? How could this guy who got shot and was a drug addict be used? That's what happens when something touches you. This is real. The aim is real tonight. God is wanting to tee you up, to tee your destiny up. The moment our hands touch you, real power will flow. Dunamis power. That sets the captive free. That's the deal tonight. God is wanting to build an altar and put an X on your back or a cross on your back. Friends, that cross is a magnet, Keith. That cross is a magnet. That cross pulls heaven down. It pulls fire down. I want you to hear the word of the Lord. Receive it tonight because destinies will shift. Everything changes when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Then he said to them, If anyone desires to come after me, this is Luke chapter 9, don't turn there, just listen. Let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost for whoever is ashamed of me and my words Of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and in his Father's glory and of the holy angels. That's a lot of glory. The glory on the angels, the glory on the Son, the glory on the Father. Standing before the Lord in this this amazing, glorious atmosphere, Jesus says, if we're ashamed of him, I'll deny you there. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death till they see the kingdom of God come. The other day I was, Todd and I had the joy of preaching uh, for Brother Copeland and at the Southwest Believers Convention. 
I saw some of you young people who were there that got healed. Are you guys there? Are you guys here tonight? I saw one of the young girls. She's in the back. Beautiful. Amazing. Before I went, I, I, I had flown in that day and I was sitting in my hotel room. And while I was there, I, I sat back to wait on the Lord. And I felt His presence come. And I, 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 knew, I knew what the Lord was doing. I, I, I'm learning so much, but I'm learning that oftentimes before encounters happen, the Holy Ghost comes and sets the stage of your heart. You sense Him come. And as you give yourself to Him, then He shows you great and mighty things. He's not interested in showing you great and mighty things from a long distance. He is not a long distance lover. He wants you. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to text you he loves you. He doesn't want to scream he loves you from the burning bush while you're four miles away. He wants you to turn aside and look at him and come his way. So he comes and then speaks. His speaking flows from him. He wants us to want him. That's why he whispers. Are you hearing me? That's why I wasn't in the shaking and wasn't in the wind and wasn't in the fire. The reason he was in the still small voice is because you have to come to him to hear him. He's a master romantic. He knows what he's doing because at the end of the day, he gets you. Oh. And Lord, he's amazing. He's amazing. He just hooks us with cords of love. Just with the tone of his voice. He says something, he says, what, Lord? I, can, I didn't quite make that out. Come a little closer. You come a little closer, you finally hear him, and he's happy because he's got you. Because he's married to you. So I felt his presence come, and instantly I went into this vision. And in the vision, I was standing in the sky. The beautiful heavens were beneath me, standing on, on literally like this clear glass up in the sky. And it was so glorious, and I knew that I was standing in this heavenly realm. It was amazing. And then in the distance, I saw a huge wooden cross. This massive, rugged, wooden cross. I know today that sounds really old and just really not good and really not spiritual and maybe really not river. Maybe the cross is offensive to your perspective as it pertains to the goodness of God. But the cross perfectly displays the goodness of God. And I'm staring at this cross. It's massive. And on the right side of the vertical beam, I see steps. Like, like, like you know, uh, when you were a kid... And you, you, you'd, you'd build steps on a tree, like make with, with little pieces of two by four, and you'd nail them in. But there were no rails, just steps going up the vertical beam. This would have been like August 4th or something this happened. And the Lord spoke. He said, climb it. Go up the cross. Don't just look at it. Don't just admire it. I need this cross to touch you. I need you to make it your life. I need your identity to seep into that thing. I need you to marry it. I need you to wear it. So I, I, I walked up the first step and the second step and I got to the third step. And when I did, the heavens opened again. 
And I could see beyond the cross. And I saw the, some of the great champions of the faith. Oh, man, it was awesome. It was incredible. I won't tell you who I saw. But I saw some of our heroes. And they were so happy. They had so much joy. I saw some of my favorites, man. It was amazing. The joy on them, the, the reward for not changing the gospel. It's not worth it, I promise you. We have one, have a look at one smile of a heavenly, glorious, filled hero up there. And they are really happy that they passed the test. That they lived this thing out. And they were smiling at me. And I was blown away. And then I saw a company behind them. And this is what really freaked me out, is that they knew what was going on down here. And they were pulling for us and cheering for us, wanting us to walk with the God that they walked with. And I knew something. There's no way to walk with their God unless I strap a cross to my back. There's no way, Keith. There is no way. If you desire to be my disciple, you must First, deny yourself. Take up your cross and then follow me. It is impossible to follow Jesus without a cross on your back. You can't do it. It's not the real Jesus. It might be your Jesus. It's just not the real one. It's the only way. The cross gives you Jesus and then Jesus gives you a cross. It's the rite of passage. You say, man, I don't... I, I, I don't want that tonight. I want to get whacked. You know what a good whacking does to you? Do you know what it's supposed to do to you? It's supposed to crucify your dignity. If you've ever gotten a real touch from heaven, if you've ever wrestled with the God of Israel, you realize you wrestle long enough, he will wound your strength and give you a limp. And you might whistle, you might rock you might be really calm like Bill and just stare at people and not feel the need to say anything not care that you're making people wonder if they're even born again the Holy Ghost in an encounter is after you and those encounters nail you to a tree all over again that's what they do. The entirety of Jacob's life, he would limp. He would limp, and everyone would know, God touched my strength. God put a nail in my independence. And this is what I believe the Lord was saying to me in that encounter. The gateway to the heavens is Christ and Him crucified. It's the only door. It's the only door. The glorious, beautiful cross of Jesus. Now, we don't preach a mere cross. We don't preach mere crucifixion. Because a cross without Jesus is legalism and law. But a Jesus with no cross is New Age philosophy. 
We preach Christ and Him crucified. Our Jesus came as the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. His introduction to Israel was, here comes the Lamb. Let me paraphrase that for you. Here comes the one who comes to die, to shed his blood and sacrifice his life. You want glory? You want power tonight? You've got to come and die. You've got to come and lay your life down. You've got to give him everything. That's what Miss Kuhlman said. I died a thousand deaths. I didn't know what she was talking about. She said, every time I walk on a platform, I die a thousand deaths. I thought, every time I walk on a platform, I love it. You know why? Because I thought I knew what I was doing back then. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. The wheelchairs would laugh. The people in the wheelchairs would laugh. I preached my guts out, no one would get saved. And if something happened, it had to be the mercy of God. She stepped on there in a different way. She knew in her own strength she didn't have the goods. She knew in her own strength that the needs of the people so greatly outweighed what she brought to the table. This is, do you realize that people walk into these meetings sometimes with death sentences from the doctor and if they don't get a breakthrough, a six-year-old girl loses her mom? This is real. This is not a this is real stuff. This is too intense for you. Fine. I'm burying my soul. This is real. This is real. People come from another country and put their little baby with a tumor on their head the size of a grapefruit and say, this is our only hope. And they throw him in your arms. Your natural strategies cannot meet the need. Your best servants can't meet the need. At the end of the day, you need this heavenly power to shoot through your real body, the real you. You need the Holy Spirit released from the Lord Jesus. You need Him to literally take up residence in you and find His way out of your hands and into that tumor until it's destroyed. That's what needs to happen. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I know, it's, I'm not saying this depends on that. Many take it well, it is serious because if it was your kid, it'd be really serious. It'd be super serious, man. So none of this stuff matters until it comes knocking on our door. Until it's your mom who gets a bad report. Until it's your little kid who's got to go to St. Jude's. None of it really matters. Until it's your wife who's depressed. Until it's your wife who can't sleep. Until it's your wife. Well, I mean, big deal. People come up to us all the time. Can you pray for my depression? I used to go by and I'm like, it didn't even matter. I'm just being really like, well, depression, that's not a big deal. It's even worth my prayer. Until you go through it. Until your wife goes through it. Then you realize, oh, what I do? You see the joy of the Holy Spirit fill my wife. And I have. I have. She's brand new. It's amazing. Because a guy knocked on heaven's door long enough named Bill Johnson, who got a breakthrough. He said, man, come over here to Bethel. And in a month, my wife was sleeping completely set free. I'm glad Bill put a cross on his back because my family and the generations to come are going to be different. so important you can't do it you can't do it yourself you can't make it happen you can't copy somebody's prayer you can't copy their sermon 
You have to buy gold from Jesus. You have to buy gold from the Lord. I counsel you to buy from me gold. True gold. What's he saying? Give me your life. Leave everything that's worthless. I counsel you to purchase from me true and heavenly gold. Let me tell you something, friends. I've never seen anyone who came to Jesus surrendered and hungry who left the same way. I've never seen it. never seen it we're about to line you up but I want you to think right now in your own heart what do you need to give him what do you need to give what are you holding on to you can't buy the Holy Spirit but you can give yourself to him that's way different what what are the lesser lovers what have you married Jesus and is adultery what what are you after court can you help me you tonight to offer the entirety of your life to the Lord. Just as these whirlwinds of conviction spin over this city, over this house tonight. God himself, the Lord, El Shaddai, is convincing you of the fact that he is in the room. And this Jesus is worthy of your life. Worthy of your life. and love us have us possess us grip grip us grip us God is gripping many of you now in the depths of your spirit grip us God in the depths of our being grip us grab us have us precious Lord you're the one who bought us you're the one who bought us we won't rob you any longer by keeping ourselves from you you paid the price you paid our debt in blood and we give ourselves away. Close your eyes right now and just do it, do it. Give yourself over. Give yourself over. Heavenly fire, fall. 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 Heavenly fire, fall on wooden altars. Fall on lives given over. Fall. 
fall on wooden altars, mantles of wood. Men who disrobed themselves, women disrobing themselves of their office, their stature, their titles, and saying, I'll wear the rag of servant. I'll wear it. I'm changing my garment. That's what I see over you, Lou. As you've disrobed yourself of the prior season, I see the Lord wrapping you in a holy garment, Lou. A holy garment as Jesus at the Last Supper took off his garment, rabbi and teacher, and said, I won't just serve you. I will be the servant by wearing the rag as my cloak. And that's what I hear, Lou. It's heaven saying, the cloak of a servant is coming, Lou. And while the world and the ministry, the ministry circles, may not admire that cloak, the broken, that's, this is it, the broken, supple nature of the Lamb will come and reside, O oh, fiery one, Lou. O oh, fiery one with zeal, with passion and faith, carrying the nature of the lion all these years. Now Jesus says, I will crawl up into your spirit. And the Lamb will be seen you'll serve young men you'll serve them it doesn't seem right in the natural it doesn't seem normal it doesn't seem honorable but heaven will celebrate it Lou and those men will turn their hearts to you (laughs) and they'll give to you they'll give you their hearts their lives they'll call you a father they'll bring gifts to you and you'll be honored. You'll be honored by the one who's still wounded. The one who traded heaven's diadem for a crown of thorns. And I'll give you my pain, says the Lord. Because many don't want it, Blue. But my heart will become yours and yours will step into mine. And we'll have a marriage, says the Lord. And I'll put a ring on your finger and I'll snatch your heart early. This glorious mantle of wood rests on your lip. The joyous, ecstatic pain of the Holy Ghost. The Lamb of God will reside in you, Lou. You'll be the tip of a spear for a Jesus movement in our nation. Your face will preach messages. Your eyes will speak volumes. The tone of your voice will convict the sinner of his self-righteousness. the holy whip of heaven will tenderize your heart and 
what you used to fight. You'll receive them with love. It'll confound the wise. Jesus, we love you. Hallelujah. More, Lord. More, more, more. More, 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 more. Just receive, just receive now new wine. The intoxicating presence of the blood of Jesus. Receive, receive, receive now. Receive, receive, receive. Give your heart away and receive. Give your heart away and receive, receive. Receive the land. Receive the land. The gentle lamb who comes, it's so shocking, doesn't make sense. Had the powers known. They would not crucify the Lord of glory. Who is this one who defeats this beast? But a lamb with wounds that he still wears as trophies. As trophies forever. Portals into his heart. The wounds of Jesus. Receive the wine that flows from the deep presence of the heart of Jesus tonight. Receive, 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 receive. New wine, new wine, O vessel of the Lord. Receive new wine, vessel of the Lord. Austin, bring me Sabata, quick. Receive new wine, vessel of the Lord. Receive new wine, bring Austin. Vessel of the Lord. New wine, vessel of the Lord. Mare, turn it up, Master. It's the wine that overflows. My cup runneth over, David said. My cup runneth over. My cup runneth over and over and over. Drunk with new wine from Emmanuel's name. It's the food of angels. It makes us in but not of. It numbs us to the desires of the world. Drunken on the blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins, the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus Christ. Son of the living God. The wine of the Holy Spirit. Rivers of glory. Rivers and rivers and rivers and rivers of glory. Rivers of ecstatic, blessed glory to those who carry the beautiful cross of Jesus. 
all about you. In us and on us and on around us.
Partake. Partake. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.